Fierce Fan Media. Be cool to talk about. Well, at this point, hopefully a big asteroid just like crashes into us. Well, I think that's what the extraterrestrials are planning on. So that'd be nice. That's, that's why it's they're like not worried about us. A mercy yeah. killing. Yeah. Yeah. A little much. I mean, is it? <laughs> I mean, it feels like the sun they're, is like right next to us right now. They're going to take themselves out. Don't worry about Earth. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't waste the ammo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're just a bunch of dumb dumb. <laughs> well, we shouldn't say that. America, not. Not all of Earth. America are a bunch no. of dumb America. 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 Bear me. Where you, Julia, we're recording. Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> she just got up and walked away. <laughs> we're in the middle of intros and Julia just walks out of here. <laughs> I left my vape over on the counter. I'm back. Good evening, everybody. Hello. She, she acts like it's her first day here. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, normally y'all cover for me and I can go put There's around. only three of us. True. Uh, everybody's a bunch of slackers and they're not committed like we are. This is the weekly wind down. I am <laughs> Jackie D, the literary lesbian. I'm Stacy, the new age old school mom. I'm Julie the Not So Lipstick Lesbian with the Space Corner. You're welcome. <laughs> Stacy's in a Dwyer sandwich today. I, it's her Just favorite. Just how she likes it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Julie, all the love. So today I decided to break out my favorite wine that I was actually saving for Fourth of July weekend, but since I won't be celebrating Fourth of July this year because fuck this country, I am drinking, ironically, Patriot. From McGrail Vineyards. Is it good? It's very good. Uh, they haven't made it since 2018. So this was my last bottle of it. So this is it. Don't let me down. You know, what that's a it? solid rebuttal. Not celebrating 4th yeah, of July. Yeah, fuck them. I like well, that Fireworks idea. are illegal in your county anyway. Fuck fireworks anyway. All it does is mess with dogs and veterans. Yeah, I am not a fireworks fan. I do not get the hype. Listen, if you're going to go to fireworks, go to some city show where they've planned it. They have music to it. Like, stop setting them off in your neighborhoods. People get hurt. Fireworks get sold on every corner out here, and they set them off the whole week before and the whole week after, and it stresses all the animals Mm -hmm. out. I can't even imagine what that does to the veterans with PTSD. Like yeah, it's, right. it stresses me out. <laughs> like I can't imagine what it does. Well, and then I'm like, um, friggin' New Year's too. Like my neighbors would like to wish you a happy 804. Like stop setting fireworks off. You dicks. Yeah, for us, it's it's they're sold on every corner, but we live far enough away from each other that we don't hear them. But we live in such a fire county. Like ah. It's so dumb. You're going to light off fireworks around here where everything is dry and dead and fields. Like, come on. It all goes back to this selfish fucking behavior that it's more important for them to have fun for a few hours than to give a shit about anybody else or anything. But you know what? I don't get it. They'll be the first ones online bitching about PG&E and any fire. They'll be the first, (laughs) like... I'm telling you, they'll be the first True. ones online saying, oh, you don't support our troops. Motherfucker, you're the one setting off fireworks. There is a really cool fireworks show that they do out here with a double A team. Uh, they I'll, I'll call themselves the Razorbacks because every team out here is called the fucking Razorbacks. 
Um, but they lazy, but they, uh, well, there's the Razorbacks and there's the naturals. So they actually at the, every Friday home game, uh, they set off fireworks, but it's like an awesome display and right caddy corner to the fireworks is the children's hospital. Oh, that's and, you, cool. and it's really cool. And you can see like all the wheelchairs pulled up to it. Um, that's different. The professional that's a, ones that's are a, different. Yes. Right. It's a controlled environment. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to be around it, you don't have to be. And that fireworks show I'm in like full support of. But just the random bullshit in the neighborhoods popping off all the time. Also, a planned fireworks show, veterans know that they're fireworks. When you're setting off random M40s that sound like bombs or gunshots in neighborhoods, veterans don't know that. And not just veterans, school shooting survivors don't know the difference. Mm. Like, Mm. stop being assholes, man. Uh Just stop. If you're a veteran who suffers from PTSD and you go to like a planned fireworks show, you know exactly what you're gonna you're expecting. It's okay. Yeah. Or you can choose mm-hmm. not to participate. Totally. Yep. Anyway, what are you drinking, Stace? <laughs> um, I made like a peach mango vodka tonic kind of thing. It's I you fancy. No, I'm just out of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Is there vodka in it? Is that what you said? Yeah. You're gonna take a shot with me here in a minute, Stace. We're taking a shot together. That's like your third one. Actually, it's, I'm a little bit deeper than that, but I had to go do stuff and then I had to go to build a bear and whatnot. So, but yeah, it'll be my third one. That's Since what I we've drink. been on. <laughs> yeah, that's what I drink. All right. What do you, well, go ahead, Joel. What are you drinking? Uh, whiskey. Cause that's what I drink. Honey Jack. <laughs> honey Jack. Yeah. I drink Honey Jack. And today I've got a different energy drink because my Zoa's have started getting sold in my area, which I'm super excited about. So I stocked up on some Zoas, the energy drink from what's his name? The rock. Um, can we talk about how grocery prices are insane? Oh mm-hmm. my God. Okay. Like I normally do every two weeks, but sometimes I'll do like in between to get more fruits and vegetables. But normally I do a big order at food for less, which is discounted. It's like Winco, or I don't know what you guys have there. It's a discounted grocery store. So it's about $300 every two weeks for all of our meats and breads and stuff that I stock up on. And lately it's been like three seventy five, And I was like, Oh, it must be the inflation of that. Everybody's talking about the groceries. So I went into our local grocery store. Canned fruit is $6 for Mm -hmm. canned sliced peaches and everything is like five dollars each like oh I go to look at like lunch meat and cheese it everything is five dollars and I'm like Mm -hmm. okay so I can only put like six things in my car pretty much right now it's insane like every Every, little thing everything milk bread everything I I walked out of Walmart the other day because that's all we have out here it and it was like 250 bucks and I'm like I got the basics right <laughs> like I didn't even I get did. like fresh crab or salmon or anything crazy I'm like I got basic stuff to like survive the week it's insane but I that's got, like, also a loaf. I got a loaf of bread milk eggs uh I did get a 12 pack of soda and like lunch meat and it was 120 dollars yep but people need to also be conscious of this when they're bitching about going to local restaurants, especially family owned restaurants and bitching about the prices, that the yeah. prices are higher because those restaurants are spending more money 
to cook your meals than they had to a year ago. Mm-hmm. And people are pissing me off because everybody out here anyways is complaining about the price to go out to eat and whatever. And I'm like, then don't go out to eat. First of all, if you don't have the money to, then don't. And two, everybody's paying more now on groceries. It's no, it's not different for restaurants. Yeah. They're also paying more money for groceries. Well, the reason that, so it all trickles back to gas prices. It's costing more to get food to stores. It's not actually food that's more expensive now. It's it's all oh. the transportation costs are more. And that all goes back to OPSEC and OPSEC's price. They're not willing to release any of the reserve oil. And so many of our refineries that take the oil and turn it into gas got shut down during the pandemic and they haven't restarted operation or it's taking a long time to restart operation. All of those surges in prices you're seeing are linked to gas I prices. Didn't even realize that so mm-hmm. you're somebody that you're like the only person i would ask this and expect to get like an, a truthful answer is there an end in sight do we know if gas prices are going to drop over summer or well gas prices are always highest in the summer because you have to burn a different type of fuel because the heat um so they have to actually refine different types of gas in the summertime than they do in winter fall and spring so gas prices is always historically high in the summertime we may see it taper off in the fall or winter, but a lot of it has to do, number one, now uh, gas companies are recording record profits. They made something like $19 billion in the first quarter of this year. So uh, the House of Representatives tried to pass a price gouging bill that limits the amount of profit that gas companies can make on gasoline. And it got shot down in the Senate, surprise, surprise, because the Republicans wouldn't vote for it. But um so we have a bit of a bit of price gouging going on. And also one of the things that that Trump did um, was he uh, forged a deal with Saudi Arabia to um, get them to lower uh, oil prices. So Saudi Arabia actually flooded the market with oil at the time because he was going to turn around and do um, I forget what the deal was for. But uh, Trump promised them something to flood the market with oil. They flooded the market. Trump didn't follow through. So now they're hesitant to release the extra oil to reduce the cost of of oil reserves because last time America kind of kicked them in the ass and didn't follow through with their promises. And it's not good enough that it's a different president in office because we have Trump potentially running again in four years. And uh, listen, I've said a million times before, presidents don't control gas prices. I'm not actually like saying, oh, Biden could make it right. lower or higher. I'm not saying that. I'm saying this one deal in particular caused a huge stress on the global oil economy. And you also have to look at the amount of oil that was coming out of Russia. What we're seeing now is because the rest of the Western world won't buy Russia's oil while they're attacking Ukraine. Now China is stocking up on all of the oil that the rest of the world won't buy. So China is slowly but surely building the world's mm-hmm. greatest stock stockpile of oil reserves and continuing to keep Russia afloat financially to continue their attack on Ukraine. So there's all these global politics at, at play here also that are infringing upon the flow of oil. So when Americans bitch about gas here, it's still the cheapest in the one of the cheapest places in the world. If you look at places like Germany and in England right now, um, they do liters. But if you were to transfer it into gallons, they're paying over $10 a gallon for, for gasoline right now, right? Because they got so much of their oil from Russia because they share a continent with it. So one of the concerning things is Russia continue, or China continues to build the stockpile from Russia. 
if China then controls the oil market, they will control the world. But nobody's paying attention. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so there's there's a lot of if if there the experts are saying we may see gas prices taper off because then they will have been in like full production for a full year by the end of this year. That should be enough to to lower them back down to. I mean, they'll probably never be as low as they were in the pandemic because no one was driving, but it, it should drop it down to what we're used to seeing as like normal prices by the end of the year. One of the other things too, is we still have a, a large swath of the population now that teleworks. So that has cut down on overall consumption of gasoline. So I think the gas companies are trying to figure out their footing at this point on how to keep things going and what refineries actually need to be open. So they're overworking the refineries they have. Right. I need so you know. Gas is a very complex, gas and oil are very complicated world issues. It's America needs to stop pretending like it's the only fucking country on the planet because they're not, but it, it's really, it's really complicated. And then you look at places like California, we don't actually have oil reserves in California. We don't have a pipeline that comes here. We don't have anything. We do have refineries, but all of the oil that's shipped to California to be turned into gasoline comes via truck. So that's one of the reasons we pay even more for it. Everyone's always like, oh, it's California's taxes. It's California's taxes. It's that's not it. Yes, we pay 96 cents or I'm sorry, 56 cents a gallon in extra taxes. A lot of states have extra tax gas. Like if you look on your pump when you're filling up, no matter where you live, it'll tell you like 6% is going to roads, 4% is going to like whatever it will tell you. The reason California is always more is because we don't have a pipeline in our state because of our environmental regulations. Everything is brought in by tanker here. So gas is always more expensive here. Makes sense. So, um, oh, and we've said this on here before, but for the last fucking time, stop talking about the fucking Keystone pipeline. That's not, it's not why gas prices are wacky. I wanted okay. to cover, I, I kind of wanted to cover that. And Jax, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm so fucking sick and tired of people complaining that gas prices are high because of the Keystone Pipeline. What people don't understand, I don't think for the general population, the Keystone Pipeline was never running. Well, it's okay, not, it's I, I, not I, running. Keystone Pipeline is running. It exists. But this, it, what, this it, it was a shortcut. Start- it wasn't going to start sending oil until 2023. No, no, no. The shortcut they were building, the Keystone Pipeline has existed for 15 years. They were building okay. a shortcut. It was never running. No, no, the, no. Oh, right. Oh, okay, so the Keystone Pipeline was running. The shortcut to it was not even running until 2023. And on top of that... It was going to Canada. Thank you for correcting me. on. It's coming from Canada. Yeah. But... The amount of lives that the shortcut with the Keystone Pipeline was affecting, it has been being fought since it got built. Biden did not shut a valve off. He stopped it from continuing to be built, and it was affecting a ton of Native American lives. You had Native American people out there protesting it every single day because we're literally cutting through their land and hurting their reservations like we've been doing since the fucking beginning of time Mm -hmm. like it it, it was not the only reason that we shut it off or or that we stopped building on all he did was pull the permits Mm -hmm. he he didn't 
people act like he turned a valve off and shut off an oil supply. That is not what fucking happened. And it pisses me off that people act like that's the issue. And it's like, it wasn't even running. It wasn't going to be running for another year. Like it wasn't even going to be done getting built for another year. Had they started it on time and it had already been held up through the Obama administration, through the Trump administration, like because of the native Americans fighting back against it. And People need to remember too, it's the Keystone XL. The Keystone pipeline is running and working and activated. The XL was the shortcut. That's all it was. So stop saying you dum-dums out there. Keystone was never like, that. that's the reason we have a shortage in oil. It's not, the Keystone is running. So shut the fuck up about it. I'm glad you corrected me on that because I, I didn't explain that well, but it, it just frustrates me that people are acting like that's the issue. When like it was never operational to begin with, right. it has zero to do with why gas prices are high. And here's the other thing that irritates me about this: when COVID was happening and the economy was low, everybody talked about how we were going to have, um, how the economy was going to boom as soon as COVID was over. We were going to have an inflation. This isn't like brand new news. Mm-hmm. Yes, it sucks and it affects all of us individually and on different levels. I'm grateful to be in the position that I'm in, that it does affect me, but I don't go uh, without what my critical needs. I feel really bad for the people that do have to and that have to suffer with that you know, gas or food or, you know, feeding my baby housing, housing. And I know that that's really difficult. And I wish we had more stuff in place to help them with this, like universal health care or things like that. And, but we, we all knew this was coming. Like they literally talked about it, that after COVID, we were going to have an inflation, right? Like to me, I'm I'm not smart. Like when it comes to stuff like that, but like, I've been hearing about this, like it's not brand new news that this has happened. Well, there's, there's a ton of factors at play too, right? It's not any one thing. It's not, and you're not wrong, Julie. I I mean to say it's all of that. And there's that we didn't learn our lesson from the 2008 housing crisis where they were, they were giving loans to people who should have never been able to give loans. Housing prices have been soaring, uh, putting people under when the market eventually crashes. We have this concept in America that constant economic growth is good. Name one thing that constant growth is good. And it's like fucking cancer. We can't be continuously growing because the more that you expand and resources that you use up and, and the more value you place on these inanimate objects, something is going to give the richer continue to get rich. And that money has to come from somewhere. And it's usually out of the hands of the middle class and the poor, like right. the, this constant wanting to see GDP growth at, you know, four and a half percent, five percent, whatever is insane. The other thing that's adding to it is housing prices continue to go up. Cost of living continues to go up, but wages have been completely stagnant since two, since 2000. Our generation mm-hmm. has not seen the type of of uh, salary or or wage increase the way that our parents and our grandparents did. Like there's all of these things that happen that <laughs> have have set us up into this situation. The student student loan crisis is out of control. This this our generation 
is trillions of dollars in debt for student loan. Do you know what happens when you're making an $1,100 a month payment towards your student loans to the government? You're not buying houses. You're not having right. kids. You're not going out right. to eat. You're not taking vacations. Right. Not just that, the cost of childcare. I just got a notice today. My childcare is going from uh, $315 a week to $330 a week. Like, I'll pay it. That may, that's life-changing though for some families like yeah. especially families that have two or three kids that's a shit ton of money especially when, especially when you're looking at having to pay for gas to go further to work mortgage. yeah that's it's a high mortgage. mortgage yeah but so and i'm not saying child care is not worth it don't don't mistake me i'm saying all of these things have continued to go up and all of our salaries have stayed stagnant i mean mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. of us on here are in pretty good positions but that we're not the norm. We're talking about the median value or income of our generation. And that's not typical. And then you see these, you see these positions online where they're looking for entry level, $16 an hour, and you need a master's degree or a doctorate. Like that's insane. So you're, you're asking people who probably have a hundred thousand dollars in student loans who are paying out probably 11 or $1,200 a month in student loans to come work for you for 15 bucks an hour. (laughs) Like what did you think was going to happen people? Not you guys, but like you, we, you, you took away, you, you instituted citizens United, which means corporations could essentially buy, uh, uh, senators and, and congressmen, house representatives. So now you have all of these big businesses that run everything in this country that our Congress votes against our own best interest all of the fucking time, because as long as their families are getting rich, that's all they fucking care about. And the rest of the working class continue to put their support in these fucking people because they promised them you keep working hard. One day you'll be sitting where I'm sitting and you'll have a yacht too. That's mm. never going to happen, people. Like, mm. I'm sorry. that That's not how wealth is divided up in this country. It's just not. It's just, you, all like, even universal health care. Like, if we had universal health care in this country, so for me to get covered, I'll, I'll talk about me, just myself right now. My job covers myself and one dependent fully covered. Okay. So I take Lincoln because Lex's job covers her like fully covered. So I take Lincoln. My company pays for that. That's $1,700 a month that they pay for Lincoln and I to be covered. So when people say, well, my, my job pays for it. Why isn't that money in your pocket? If we had universal health care and you were paying 1% in tax, that's way fucking less Totally. Then $1,700 a month that your company would be giving you in turn. So yep. stop writing it off as you don't have to worry about it because, oh, my job pays for it. That's your money that they're keeping to pay for healthcare costs that are egregious. They're fucking egregious. We should have universal healthcare in this country. It's absolutely insane. So all of these things. That's how much so- comes out of your paycheck to have that full coverage for the two of you. Right. I mean, yeah, it's not direct. D- like take it out of my gross, but yes, that's what, if you were to pull up my name, um, because I'm a, I'm a government worker, you can see how much I make that's included in how much I make that $1,700 a month. So it looks like I make way more money than I actually do because my company is paying that out for me to be employed there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these people who are talking about it are just, they're not fucking, they can't see the forest or the trees being self-employed. I, for two people, 
Um, I it's over $900 a month and that's with the lowest. Well, it's a little bit over that dental vision. And then that, and that's for bronze blue cross blue shield, like basic, like nothing fancy. It was more than that until I got my pre-existing condition knocked off with that on there. You add another $600 to that, but I had to get a doctor to write in to remove that from my medical history in order to do that. I mean, you're talking a thousand dollars again, that's a mortgage that's rental payment. That's a car payment. I mean, it's, it's insane how just to have coverage, whether you use it or not. And who's to say it's all covered. Yeah. They can deny it when you go in for (laughs) Yeah. We pay over a thousand dollars out of Kai's paycheck. Like if we didn't Uh, have health insurance, that would be in his paycheck over a thousand dollars a month. And they deny probably a quarter. Totally. At least a quarter of what I turn in. Or you still have to pay something out of pocket. I pay all that. And then when I had my knee surgery two months ago, I still paid almost $5,000 out of pocket. Right. With with insurance that I pay $1,000 a month for. It's like, why are we even paying the insurance? Like they're they're denying my claim for staying in the hospital when I had diverticulitis. So that they're saying I owe $40,000. Oh my God. Because they're denying that I needed to stay there, even though I was septic. Do you know why? Do you know why you're paying it? Because the CEO of Blue Cross Blue Shields cleared $15 million last year as a salary. Oh, that's why you're paying it. That that's what million, 15 million as a salary. And listen, I'm not saying it's just Blue Cross Blue Shield. That's what they're all making. I just happen to know that one off the top of my head. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And what the fuck does he do? Nothing. Probably. <laughs> what does a CEO of like, an insurance company do? Like, right. He's nothing. not a fucking doctor. He's not doing right. the procedures. Like, right. oh my God. Yeah. So that that's Ugh. when we talk about making it universal and because listen medicare medicaid i mean sure the va you're talking about huge socialized healthcare systems there so when they say the country's too big we can't handle it medicaid and medicare make up a huge fraction or a huge percentage of this country the va is the largest health insurance provider in this country they are the largest and does it have its flaws sure but is it as bad as what we're all dealing with no. And you know what? It's free. Well, it's not free. Our tax dollars pay for it, which is how it should be. Take some mm-hmm. of my tax dollars and pay for it. Cause you know what? If health insurance companies went away, you wouldn't be paying $150 for one aspirin at a hospital. You would be paying the mark, the going rate. It's why California created its own Medicare system. We have Medi-Cal C-A-L and we're starting our own pharmaceutical company so that we can negotiate uh, drug prices to keep the, the drug costs down in the state. Like all pay you can so do much. it. We all pay so much in taxes. I don't understand how they can't implement this. I mean, they can. They, they just can. aren't. They're just not going to. Because yeah. our senators are paid off by lobbyists who are bought and paid for by insurance companies. You can go on the New York Stock. You can go on the. You can go on the New York Stock Exchange right now and buy stock in Anthem, in Blue Cross. In all of those insurance companies, you can buy stock in it. That's how fucking egregious the system is. You I can own buy stock. stock in it. 
make a bunch of money and then turn around and use that money to pay my bill for them. <laughs> but it's, it's almost like, it, you know, when people say, you know, we should get rid of Medi-Cal or Medicaid or, or Medicaid because it's so abused. It's kind of like, well, yeah, because insurance is so gouging. Like we make too much money to be on Medi-Cal. So we have to pay all this money to have Blue Cross Anthem, but Blue Cross Anthem is screwing us and making us pay $40,000 on top of the over $1,000. Also, I'm sorry, what does abusing Medicare or Medi-Cal mean? People that don't work so that they can sit at home and collect benefits. Okay, but are they abusing being able to obtain health care? It would be like in somebody in my situation, like let's say- we make technically you make enough money to pay for insurance and then having somebody in your household that's still on Medicaid, I, even I though under, you, you on the, on paper can afford. I it. understand the premise of what you guys are saying. What I'm saying is if someone needs to go to the hospital, they need to go to the hospital. For like sure. I don't consider yeah. that an abuse and we only consider it an abuse because we're not getting it. my friend that that, like doesn't work that has medicare or medical i don't know what it is she goes to the same doctors and has the exact same process that i have because we switched from kaiser to blue cross anthem kaiser used to be if you go in and you broke your arm they would x-ray right there you go down to casting right there they would cast it right there it's all the same hospital You have to call your doctor. You have to wait two weeks to be seen. You see your doctor. Your doctor gives you a referral. You go home. You wait two weeks for that doctor to call you. That doctor calls you and you have to and make an appointment and wait two weeks to be seen by that. So it's like this whole three-month process to be seen. It's what we have to do out here. Yeah. And my friend that doesn't work, that has benefits, she uses the exact same doctors and process and, and hospital that I use. And I have to pay all this money for it. So I get when the people are like, shit, I'm going to quit my job so that I don't have to pay all this money and have the exact same health care. But here's the problem. Do you know why she gets seen so much faster and stuff? Because Medicare and Medi-Cal are guaranteed to pay. They have to fight with your insurance company over it. So the problem isn't your friend. The problem is the system that is trying to get rich off of your ailment, which we're all fucking humans. We're all going to have ailments at some point. I think so much of the issues in this country are, and I'm not saying you, that, that example is a good one because a lot of people use it. The problems aren't our fellow citizens. The problems are the systems in place that inevitably pit us against each other because we're paying insane amounts of money for the same coverage that she's getting for essentially That's free what That's exactly for what sure like, when it should why, be free to everyone. Why am I going to work my ass off to not even get full coverage and not even get seen? And like when somebody else can do that, the system itself is broken. This person could be smart for what she's doing when you look at these these couples like i was reading a story on the new york times the other day about or not the other day it was a few weeks ago but this husband who he had been diagnosed with cancer and gone through all the treatments was struggling it had been ongoing for like six years he had racked up over three million dollars in medical bills because his insurance provider wouldn't pay for it but listen pay that he divorced his wife so that she wouldn't get stuck with the medical costs when he finally died 
because they can go, if you rack up those bills and you die, they go after your leftover oh, estate. That's how horrible so this broken. is. So he had to divorce her in the final weeks of his life to protect her. Who wants to go through that? Who wants to be spending time in courts and with lawyers divorcing this woman you've been married to for 60 years oh. so that she doesn't get straddled with $3 million in medical debt? This conversation and is making me sick. I can't even Not just that. If you don't pay your medical debt, the fucking hospital, the insurance companies, the hospitals sell it off to the lowest bidder for pennies on the dollar. Mm-hmm. So then they're only getting back a fraction of what you owe because they know 80% of the people paid in full. Like mm. it's, but the system is so fucked up. The system's so fucked sick. up. Yep. Speaking of healthcare, Supreme court overturned Roe versus Wade. Not Fuck. just that. Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade. They expanded access to guns. They restricted Miranda rights. And uh, they also, what was the last one? Gun control. Uh, Oh, yeah. They got rid of the separation of church and state. (laughs) All in a week. Mm -hmm. They did? Yeah, it's being it's being overshadowed by all the other stuff going on. But America's Supreme Court required Maine to include religious schools in a tuition program, meaning that historically, if you're a Catholic school, Christian school, a Jewish school, it doesn't matter if you're a school, you don't get um, public assistance for your schools like all schools are run off of. Uh, property taxes, state funds, all of those kinds of things. And if you're a religious institution school, you don't get that money. It's paid for by the church you belong to. Supreme Court ruled in Maine, will rule the case that was happening in Maine, where now, uh, if it happens in Maine, you can guarantee it's happening everywhere. That's the problem with the Supreme Court, because now it's law of the land. So now religious schools are entitled to public funding for their education, which means the separation of church and state is gone. I'm never leaving California. <laughs> I'm 100% leaving the United States. <laughs> Don't. Yeah, we're Here's going it. to space. <laughs> yeah. We have to stay and fight. Oh. oh. So separation of church and state gone. Um, now cops can get away with more. The Miranda rights have been uh, massaged. Did you guys hear about that? For those no, that didn't that, hear about I, it. I was going to ask you, what, what do you mean? So... The Miranda rights, essentially what they're saying is Miranda rights aren't gone, but what the Supreme Court took away is if so, everyone knows it's you have a right to remain silent. You have a right to attorney. If you can't afford one, attorney will provide it to you. If a cop doesn't tell you that now and you confess to a crime, you can't come back and go after that cop. It's no it no longer will hold up in court if you say something. Even without your rights being read, you said it. I mean, there's cases where that's a good thing. Here's the I problem. I see the we're good and seeing, the bad in it also. We're, yeah. we're slowly, but how much, how heavy of a lift was it for cops to say that? How right. heavy of a lift? Well, there, I just happened to watch this one. Um, I mean, you literally of, have like, to memorize it when you're going through the academy. Right. I've been watching these, a lot of like Dateline and stuff. And there was one where the girl 
said one of the lines a little bit wrong. Like she forgot one word and this guy was going to get away with murdering a little girl because he confessed to it afterwards. And then it turned out she said it wrong. So, I mean, there are pros and cons. I was a part of an arrest. It was just a DWI where the cop didn't read him his Miranda rights. And he was absolutely drunk and had a kid in the car and he got away with it because uh, while right. he was arrested, so he didn't. So, I mean, but you're supposed to give them the right to an attorney and to have representation and not everybody is always not everyone knows that like not everybody knows that and you are they should have the human option to say no i want an attorney right so it's like one of the one of the fundamental one of the fundamental tenets of this country, though, is that everyone, even guilty people, have a right to defend themselves and have a right to representation. And if now we're saying you cops aren't going to be held to that standard to tell people their rights during an arrest, how far are they going to take it? Is yeah. the scare- I didn't mean to interrupt you, Jax. I'm but sorry. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if you're starting to kick out the, the feet from under these fundamental tenets that we have, and believe me, I've watched the left law and order to know that there's plenty of people that need to be behind bars that get away with it. Like I'm not, it's, it's not more, hard to read the Miranda rights though. It's yeah. like, we all know it by heart from watching SVU. Yeah. Like it's not that complicated. Right. It's just what irritated me about it. And listen, it's by far not the most ridiculous decision that was made this week, not by a long shot, but it's just the consistent eroding of our personal rights in this country. That is terrifying. It's this, interpretation of the constitution where you have these fucking six assholes up there who keep seeing that it's hard to not think it's a little bit racist. Like it's, it's just hard not to think (laughs) because of the overwhelming amount of people in our jail system that are, are not white. Like it's hard to think that, that things like Mm -hmm. this are not founded in a little bit of either intentional or unintentional or, racism it, it that's how it feels to me but again this is not the most like whatever it's just a lot of stuff happened this week that is going under the radar because the gun expansion the second amendment expansion and the overturning of roe versus wade was so uh shocking i guess which it wasn't they've been working at this for 50 years i don't know why everyone's so surprised the details of the gun thing so what they're saying is so the second amendment and i haven't i haven't read the actual um like i haven't read their majority opinion on it yet i've just been catching like glimpses glimpses of it and reading synopsis so what i'm about to tell you is stuff i've read not i haven't read it myself and form my own opinion but um what they're essentially saying is the second amendment didn't actually guarantee people the right to physically bear arms on themselves in public. They, the Supreme court had never ruled on that until 2008 with the Heller case in 2008, the Supreme court decided that, uh, officially, even though it had been in, like, there were already States regulating it on their own, doing it themselves that yes, you, you as a person have a fundamental right to bear arms kind of whenever you want. And then the States are allowed to regulate those parameters. Okay. So a case came up. So in New York state, if you want a concealed carry permit, and I want to remind everyone living in the, in the um, more rural parts of this country that listen to us, New York is a 
super densely populated area. So they are going to have different rules and regulations about carrying weapons than you may have in the middle of Arkansas or Tennessee or wherever, because you're talking about buildings on top of buildings, on top of people, on top of people. So just because those listening may not understand why New York would do something like this, hold tight to your knee jerk fucking liberals reaction and understand the population of these areas. So New York had a law that said, unless you can prove beyond a reasonable doubt that you need to carry a concealed weapon for your own safety, you are not permitted to carry one. So like, if you are a private investigator that goes into dangerous situations and, and has permits to carry and has gone through gun, gun training and all this stuff, they will issue you a permit. But if you're just someone who likes to carry a weapon, no, they're not going to give it to you because they have subways and nightclubs and, and high rise buildings. And <laughs> it's just not the same in New York city as it is in other places. So it's that, a different way of life. It's a different way of life. Uh, right. That is the decision that got challenged. And that's what went up to the Supreme court, which is one of the issues because then them striking down this law has such rippling effect uh, across the United States because what the Supreme Court decided was every person has the right to protect themselves, whatever they want. And that can't be something you have to prove, meaning everyone is allowed to conceal carry if they want to. That is fucking terrifying. They yep. have said uh, you can name specialty areas where guns aren't allowed. So you can post a thing on a wall in a school saying gun-free zone, but you can't stop people from carrying weapons. And here's the most, it's almost laughable at this concealed point. Concealed carry. Concealed carry. Yeah. Not, like even open not, carry. not open carry. Concealed, concealed carry. Concealed carry. Oh mm-hmm. God. So here's one of the most laughable things. They're saying in the same day with two different rulings, States don't get to tell you where you can carry weapons. The federal government is going to say whether or not that's allowed, but states are allowed to tell you how to plan your family, which is why watching them come out at the same time, you're just like, what the fuck is happening in this country right now? So yes, there's a shit ton of New York laws that are going to be overturned now. California, Connecticut, Vermont, all these places that have pretty strict gun regulations are now kind of a uh, wide open frontier. We're back to the wild, wild west. Um, all of this on the heels of Uvalde. You know like, what? It, oh God. You, you know what it's going to force people to do? People that wouldn't necessarily conceal carry or be concerned about a gun are going to start thinking, I don't know what wackadoodles have them. I need to carry one. Right. Yep. So you like, like Stacy said, the wild, wild west, like everybody's going well, to where does feel it more stop? comfortable. Sports arenas, Broadway oh. concerts, movie theaters. Like, you know how drunk those assholes get at sports games. Now they can just concealed carry. Jesus. What about the people robbing pe- gas stations? Yeah. I mean, it, it, banks. 
So people can just walk in and you don't even know they're trying and they and they're because they're allowed to legally do that. I would like to think the better part of the population would not do certain things, but that's not the case. Mm-mm. Like, oh, uh. what I think you're going to see is you're going to see a ton of uh, metal detectors go into place. If something places deems like a specialty location or a sensitive location is what they're calling them. You're going to have to pass through medical metal detectors. Like you're going to have to do all of these things to ensure that there's no guns in that specific area. The thing that really irks me is people making these decisions who have never lived in New York city, San Francisco, Chicago, like you have no idea what it's like to live in these Seattle, you know, Dallas, like you just, you have no idea what it's like to live in these, these populated cities. Like you have no right. Yeah. You have no right to make these decisions, but you think you have the right to tell women how they can treat their bodies. And anyone who thinks they're not coming for gay marriage next, Thomas listed it in his opinion. They're coming after, they're coming after Bungerfeld. It, it's next. They've already said it. They're going after birth control. They're going after all of it. Yes, they're going after birth control. They're going after gay marriage. That is what is next. Because all of those decisions were based on Roe versus Wade because you were entitled to a certain amount of privacy. And that privacy, so Obergefell, uh, contraception, all of these things were decided because Roe versus Wade went into effect and they said women, families, have a right to privacy and how to conduct their own marital affairs. You overturn that, it's a ripple effect on all of these other laws that were passed on the basis of Roe versus Wade. If they overturn fucking birth control, I really hope they make blowjobs and pulling out illegal also. I kind of hope they, well, no, I shouldn't say that. Just because I'd love to see the men squirm because you know men are getting cut off from sex when that happens and then it will be felt. No, but there'll be a lot of rape victims then. Yeah. People I, being I didn't people. actually mean it. I'm just No, I know. What um Whew. Here's the problem. This makes me so sick. Here's the thing. They've had 50 years to codify Roe. I have a Listen, lot of questions about Roe versus Wade. I I just want to say first, I'm not letting the Democrats off the hook for this. They they have had 50 years to pass a bill making Roe versus Wade the actual law that it's not just a Supreme court decision. They have had seven years to make gay marriage actually legal that the Supreme court can't touch. They have had time to do this and they fucking don't because they kick them all down the, down the court because they don't want certain people not voting for them. They don't want donor money coming in. They don't want all these things. So the Senate and the house of representatives, Republicans and Democrats, this is the this is the blood on your hands. This all of it's these all about people money. Now, it's all about money. But oh. they're paid to make those decisions. They're paid to make these laws, and they've been asleep at the fucking wheel. The Supreme Court would have never had the opportunity to weigh in on Roe versus Wade had they just passed a law making abortion the law of the land. Had had this had Congress and and the House of Representatives passed a law saying that you can get married to whoever you want, the Supreme Court wouldn't get to weigh in on it. That is why there's a balance of power between all of them. So as much as I'm mad at the Supreme Court right now because they're a bunch of fucking partisan hacks, a bunch of partisan hacks, 
This, this is on their hands. They have had time to pass this. Democrats, when, Ob- when Obama got elected the first time, you had a fucking supermajority. You had all the votes in the House. You had all the votes in the Senate. You could pass whatever you fucking wanted and you let these two things slide and that's on you. Like it just is. Biden, it's on we, you too. Pelosi, are, it's on you. We are no longer living in a free country. No, we haven't been for this, years. Like, what are you talking about? No, I I know, but this this really hits home, I think, to a lot of people differently than things have in the past. Like, this really hits home. Like, you're taking away a woman's choice. Yeah. And I'm not saying, I. And, and what pisses me off about people, like, that have been on Facebook, I'm so sick of fucking Facebook. Oh, I haven't been on it what, in months. What, what pisses me off is that people, most of the people... Uh, outraged by the overturn of Roe versus Wade are not the people that are like that. I don't think really anybody supports using abortion as a form of, of birth course control. not. That's not what we're talking about. Of course not. We're we're, we're talking about people with medical medical condition, rape victims, assault victims, people that have to have one, need to have one, or we're using contraception and it failed them like those those people need to have choices in place to navigate their lives and it it infuriates me that so many people are like well you should be smarter about this and and you should do this and you should those are the people we're, we're we're talking about we're not talking about the people that any system you have in place you're always going to have abusers right medicaid medical Medicaid, whatever. Those aren't the people we're talking about the victims of violence and people that do what they're supposed to do and do the right thing and, and still end up in situations that they don't want to be in. You should have a choice. That's what this entire country was supposedly built on. And that's all getting ripped away. I also, I don't actually have a problem with a a woman who no violence was inflicted upon her and, and got pregnant on accident. I don't either. Right. I'm saying, yeah. like, I, I, I don't want to see it used as like women having six, seven, eight, nine abortions. Like, come on, get your shit. Right. But right. like you have one in your life, like even two, like I, I don't, to me, that's not a, that's not a birth control thing. So I don't know. And the women are the ones with their rights being taken away. Yeah. Not the men nobody's fucking holding them accountable or saying if you impregnate somebody who you did not want to impregnate, you have to have a vasectomy. And if that's how you pronounce vasectomy. Vasectomy. You know what I mean? That was very cute. Yeah. Like (laughs) nobody's holding the fucking men accountable for their actions. It's only the women. And that pisses me off. Why are they the ones? Well, it doesn't matter if, he doesn't give a fuck about you and he doesn't want anything to do with you. You have to have this baby. And after you have the baby, then guess what? The system's not going to give a fuck about you or your baby either. So, but you have to do it because we say that you have to. Or they throw out, we'll just give it up for adoption as if that's an easy fucking decision to make after you've carried this do baby you know to full term. When you're 12 is? years old. I, I have, uh, so... I know some people in North Carolina that actively they're foster parents and they bring kids in and out how hard this system makes it to adopt a child. And I'm not saying that that's a terrible thing. I know they have to go through a lot of screening 
and stuff like that, which I totally agree with. They make it so difficult to and money and it's all you need money to adopt a child. Like if they're going to do this, everything has to change, but they're not fucking worried about that. All they're saying is you can no longer do this. It's a fucking control thing and it infuriates me and I have a lot of questions. So let me know what I can start. I just, can I add one thing? I, I do think it's interesting. I haven't seen anyone really talk about this yet. Why we have a Supreme Court right now where three of the seats are being occupied by a man who is under investigation for essentially treason at this point. Like Trump could very well be found. And listen, the insurrection is like fodder of it. Like what actually happened on January 6th. I'm not actually talking about that. He's under investigation for trying to overturn a fucking election, like Mm. a whole ass election. He's under investigation for that. That is fucking treason. And we are letting decisions sit that are only in place because of three Supreme court justices that this man placed. How is that a thing? How is the whole Supreme Court not on hold until this January 6th investigation is over and we find out whether or not the sitting president was a traitor? Like, how, yeah. how is that not happening? Why are we letting them decide anything? Oh my God, they're getting so cool. All right, go ahead with your questions. It's Trump. It's Trumpism. It's cultism. That Yeah. So here are my questions. I understand that Roe v. Wade being overturned means it went to the states Mm -hmm. so does that mean because i live in fucking arkansas Mm -hmm. and our attorney general is making an announcement tomorrow and officially doing it it's up to the governor correct no who who would per the state state legislator so you have representatives that sit in your state house this is why not just the presidential election is important you appoint uh, elect individuals within your own state house that vote on issues like this that make your own state laws the governor can veto them or sign them into law just like a a a president can with the with the u.s senate but typically the governor is gonna follow it depends the the state legislators i mean it would be great like yeah a big deal if they didn't follow suit right here here's my other okay so it's up to the state legislators does so so if the state legislators passed a bill passed a law saying that abortion is outlawed in arkansas for example our attorney general is doing it tomorrow at two the governor could veto it and make it go away or they could actually sign it into law so that's how the governor can decide it but they don't write the laws okay okay so do the state are are the state legislators the ones that determine the specifications mm-hmm. of the, the abortion so so yep. they're the ones that say this is how many weeks this mm-hmm. is how many that's exactly but they're right. not fucking doctors so how right. the fuck can they determine that though is, right. is my question exactly no no you're all cut up Right. <laughs> exactly. So there's state legislators that can say 
abortions are outlawed no matter what. Yes. And then there's state legislators that can give you, oh, well, I'll give you six weeks or yes. 10. It, it, so it's up to them to determine. That fucking blows my mind. Well, so they'll meet in a group and they'll they'll come up with a law. They'll draft a bill. Okay. They'll draft a bill that'll outline the provisions of the law. So whether they decide on just no under no circumstances whatsoever, even in cases of race, incest, whatever, or they'll say like six weeks, eight weeks, 15 weeks, whatever. Or like in California, it's just, you can only, it's up to like the third trimester, unless the doctor says the life of the mother is at stake, you know, like they get to, they get to outline all these laws. The state legislators who are not scientists or doctors. Right. The state legislator writes these bills. And then once the governor signs it, then it's a law. What the fuck? Yeah. That's why they can decide if someone miscarries, whether or not they have to be investigated for murder. Like they get to decide how many, how many years an individual can stay in jail if they're found guilty of a forced abortion or an illegal abortion or whatever. That was going to be my next question. So can they, let's say, cause it's getting signed in. I don't know what the specifications are for Arkansas. It's just saying the attorney general. Well, it's a trigger. Law. You guys already had trigger laws on the books. So you already had laws passed that the only reason they weren't in effect was because Roe versus Wade was in place. So now that Roe versus Wade was overturned, it's a trigger law, meaning as soon as it's overturned, all of your laws go into effect. Oh, so it was already done. Okay. So can, let's say somebody in Arkansas, I'm just using as an example, because it's Mm going to be an anti-abortion state, goes to a different state to have a law. Can, can they make that illegal? Yep. They can. Wow. That's why California is working so on, right? So they can come back to Arkansas and be... Uh-huh. Investigated. What the fuck is that charge going to be called? Uh-huh. Like, Depends on what your state legislators decide it's going to be called. So, like, California right now is trying to pass a law making California a sanctuary state for abortion. So, like, they're trying to pass a law stating that if you come to California and get an abortion... We will not, under any circumstances, release medical records to anyone unless you tell us it's okay. Which it should be covered under HIPAA. But if you are being prosecuted in a crime, that goes away. So California is trying to pass a law right now stating we will not give up your medical records about abortion unless you tell us you can. So that if those laws do go into place where you can be found guilty of it in your state, you can't get in trouble here. We won't give you up. And I'm, I'm only using California's example. I think New York's trying to do the same thing. I think Washington state is trying to do the but same thing. If these poor people can afford to even go there yep. and travel there and get 100%. this done yep. or have the, you're 13, 14 years old. If you even have the know-how mm-hmm. of how to go about something like right. that. Exactly. And don't think for a second that those state legislators with all their money won't be flying their girlfriends out to California to get abortions. Well, somebody was commenting about that today, mm-hmm. that, there, that there's been congressmen that mm-hmm. have gotten this kind of thing done. And mm-hmm. wow. So <laughs> it just blows my mind that your state representatives have the authority to yep. determine your medical yes. conditions and your status. Yes. And they're not doctors. Right. 
And they're old men. Yes, that too. Wow. No, you're not. I understand why it would be confusing because it's like, well, that doesn't make sense. No. Right. None of it makes right. any sense. <laughs> I just wasn't sure because there's so many different things going around like, well, they're approving it for six weeks. They're approving it for 22 depends weeks. On like, state. It, it just depends on your state. Well, and here's the other that's thing that's of, crazy that's too. You're also about. talking about uh, the theological difference. So like, again, Arkansas is an example. Okay. okay. The state bans abortion. Let's say they just ban it. because that's just easier. Let's say they get rid of it altogether. Now you're also infringing on religious beliefs because Jewish people believe that life begins at birth. When the baby takes its first breath is when it becomes a life. Catholicism and Christianity believe that it happens at conception. So you're going to have laws in place telling women they're ending a life when their religion doesn't tell them that it's a life yet. So now you're getting into all these windy webs of theology that now you're infringing on a person's first amendment rights that no law shall infringe on a religious belief. Mm-hmm. So now Judah, Jew, Jews, sorry, Judaism, you're infringing on their beliefs. They are permitted by law to have abortions. Oh, so could it come back? Let's say somebody, a woman Mm -hmm. doesn't have an abortion because she's not allowed to, Mm -hmm. she dies Mm -hmm. for, because of whatever complications Mm -hmm. or whatever reasons she gets septic because she's having a miscarriage. Like my wife would have done. There's, there's so many different Mm -hmm. medical complications that can happen with this. So let's say she dies. Mm -hmm. Can the family then come back Mm -hmm. and sue the state? Nope. Why not? Why would they be able to? Because it was a law that they, that they, that they couldn't Mm-mm. do this procedure. That's like saying the law here is whatever, 55 miles an hour. Right. And uh-huh. let's say I was going 65 and I kill someone. You can't sue the state for not having a 60. You can sue me. You can sue my family, but you can't sue the state. Now let's say a woman is dying a doctor's like fuck this i'm doing it then mm-hmm. they could be criminally charged yep. they could go to jail how fucked yep this is so fucked so fucked so here are some things that biden is trying to do right now that okay is, he's I, working yeah he's working with the fda and the u.s postal service to make it federally legal he's trying to put an executive order into effect that you can order through the fda the morning after pill by mail, no matter what state you're in. Okay. That doesn't help by mail. You have to take it within so many hours. Right. But you could order it ahead of time to have on hand in case you needed it. Like this is, this is all he can really do to like give any type of advantage or edge or whatever. He's trying. He's trying. Yeah. So like, if you let, if you're a woman, if you're a woman who isn't interested in having any more kids and you're sleeping with men, first of all, ew. But secondly, like, you should probably have one of these on hand in case of an emergency. And he's making it, the state cannot do anything to you for ordering these and having them. So he is trying to put that in place and he's trying to put an emergency order on it. There are also abortion funds in different states where if you as a female are in one of these trigger law states and this happens to you, contact one of the blue states 
And they, they have a ton of money being filtered into these abortion funds where they will pay for you to get to these states. They will pay for your care while you're there, or they'll put you with families that will take care of you. They will get you help and they will get help you get an abortion and help you get back to your state. So there are people trying to work around the system and there is no laws passed yet that prevent that from happening. So you will have to come up with like code words for it. Like you're going camping or you're doing, you're going on a road trip or whatever, but there are abortion funds. Minnesota is actually one of them. It just popped my head or not. I'm sorry, not Minnesota, Michigan. Um, they have abortion funds there. California does, Oregon does, uh, New York state does, Connecticut does, Vermont does pretty much find a blue state, look up, whether or not they have abortion funds there and um, they will help you get the medical care that you need because make no mistake. That's what this is. Now for those women who you have a wanted pregnancy and you have now made it to a point where it is your life or the baby's life, you you're going to have to roll the dice. And I'm sorry, your, your fate has been decided by a bunch of 70 year old men. That is not right. Right. Because and I was I thinking like in I my head, I was that. gonna I was gonna sugarcoat that and I was like, nah. I feel like nah. I fall into that category. You're fine, so, you're in California. Right. But if I were to be in a different state. But your daughters might not be forever. Right. But if I, I mean, was to be in that situation, that's I don't know mm -hmm. how to put it into words that if you are going to be deathly ill or be, no, that doesn't make sense. They're not taking into account like you as a mom, if you got pregnant by some fucking weird medical fluke, because you shouldn't be like, they're not even taking into account these women who have maybe two or three kids other at home they need to take care of. And what if their life ends over that? Like they're not taking any of that. Into well, that's all they I mean. okay. Yeah. Like I have two kids. That's I got such my a good point. Side. I got my tube side. It grew back together. I can get pregnant now, but I can't carry to term. I right. have ectopic pregnancies or I have miscarries. So if I were to have the ectopic pregnancy, could I go get an abortion? In Let's California, you can. California. Oh, right. Not it depends California. on the state you're in. Because how does that make sense? That I've done everything right. I've taken the precautions, but I have a medical condition where I can't now carry a baby to term. It doesn't matter. And it will kill me. It doesn't matter. That's not a, that's like saying, oh, you got cancer. I like, agree. We outlawed chemo. <laughs> that's why this is so it. egregious. That's why this is so fucking egregious. And here's the craziest part. If you were watching any of the debate go on in some of the state house when they're passing these trigger laws, because they knew this was coming up. So they were getting all their little, their little fucking weird fascist ducks in a row. Um, the one Senator was saying, a uh, doctor came on and said, well, what about the instance fighting for getting some provisions for abortion? And they discussed ectopic pregnancies. And this Senator told the doctor just remove the egg from the fallopian tube and put it in the uterus. Well, that's that's not thing. how it works. <laughs> right. right. That's these, that's the people making these laws. But it, it just, I guess my, my brain can't wrap around like 
going to a doctor and saying, I have this thing wrong with me. I'm going to die. And the doctor is saying, I can't help you. And the doctor is not the one getting in trouble. Because it would be illegal. Right. Now you may get a doctor that helps you anyway and risks who's is someone going to turn you in is some like, you know what I mean? Like you may get a doctor that's willing to roll the dice on that, but you may not. It just doesn't make sense. Well, and there, especially knowing I have two kids at home to take care of. Let me clarify. I'm not saying this is going to happen in every state. Some states may make provisions for things like that. I'm saying if a state comes in and says no abortions under any circumstances, that's, that is what will happen. Right. If states make exceptions for the life of the mother, like if they put those exceptions in, then the doctor could say, no, we're, we're going to, and it's not even abort. Like, seriously, it, it sells clogging up your fallopian tube that it's going to explode and rupture and kill you. You're going to bleed out. And what are they going to do? They're going to put you on morphine and wait and watch you die. Right. Do I have to wait until the fallopian tube actually explodes? And then once it explodes, they'll try to save you. Right. And when they don't, you will die. Right. Nobody but yourself should have a say so in what you do with your body. Right. If it's, if even, and and I, I don't support this, but even if you have too many abortions that society deems, not okay or whatever that is on your conscience and that is fucking on you nobody should have a say so whether i agree with it which doesn't even matter right you you, it's between you and your god it's between you and your your higher power that's what i mean and what and you you're the one that has to look at yourself in the mirror every single day like nobody should have a say so and what you do with your body. So are we going to force people into treatment? Let's say somebody has cancer and they, and, and, and they don't want to go through chemo and they're just like, no, I'm done. We're going to make them do that. No, like, they don't care about that life. No, n- n- nobody should have a say so in what you do with your body. That That's on you. That's on your conscience. We can't even force people. And we've talked yep. about this on here before, but it bears repeating because of the situation we're in now. We can't even force people Julie, if I were to hit you with a car and your life was in danger and you needed six pints of blood, or let's say you needed a kidney to survive or a liver, whatever, and I'm the only one that's a match for you and I'm perfectly healthy, even though I caused your accident, they can't, they can't force me to give it to you. Even if it's just blood, what if you just need blood? They couldn't, even if we both died and I was the one who killed you. They can't take my heart to give to you to make sure you live. And they can't even take something from a dead body, but they can, they can force you to give birth. You know, weird it would be if we ran the world. Oh my God. It'd be so much better. Like it would be better, but there would be some weird shit. Like (laughs) I would be like, uh, yeah, you have to donate your organs and like just well, this this whole thing well, because like, I would, really upsets me. I guess because I would kind of take some of the weird religious beliefs out of it, which sounds really messed up. It, but the weird ones were like, um, I think it's Jehovah Witnesses that are, can't donate blood. Well, they can't like, even take medical treatment. Yeah, so I feel yeah. like 
some of the weirder ones, I would be like, meh, it's a law. Like your religion is uh, a thing that you use as a coping tool, but this is the actual law. But that's their choice to. to not take right. blood. Like For that's sure. their choice. And, and and they should have that choice. Everybody should right. have a choice they can with deny what it. they want. Well, right. she's saying they can deny it that, that no one should be able to compel them to do it is what she's totally. saying. Totally. Yeah. But uh, and a lot of a lot of Jehovah's Witnesses, I was with one for a long time who was a past one. They sign a thing saying they will not take blood from anybody else. Right. Like even if they're dying. Right. And all they need is a blood right. transfusion or something like that. Like like they cannot take it. But that's their fucking choice. Like sure. that Every you should be able to say what you want done with your own body. I'm telling you what, this country is going to fucking hell in a handbasket. And I'm 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 gonna leave. Do you want the good news? This is crazy. Who who wants some good news? Anyone? Is there any? Uh, Right. I'm gonna gonna try and give you some. Okay. Okay. I've got a decent space corner. So here's some good news. You know that whole saying, like. It's like watching the, what does the dog do once they finally catch the car? Like if you ever actually like, <laughs> yeah, no, but they know, but that's cute. <laughs> but they have been like dangling this over their voters heads for 50 years. Like elect more Republicans will overturn Roe versus Wade. Elect more Republicans. Like this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. Now they have it. And all they have done is pissed off their opponents to a level that has never happened before. Never, ever, ever, ever. We're going to have a civil war. Maybe. I mean, Texas is talking about seceding from the unit and God, I can't say bye bitch fast enough. Like, please go. (laughs) Fuck you. Because here's what would happen. Do you know what would happen if Texas seceded from the union? There goes a big ass chunk of the electoral college. That and the unit now the, the fucking Mexico could invade them. There'd be an immediate blockade around them to stop their trade. All of their fucking, uh, half of their state troopers are paid for by federal funds. They have freaking nuclear weapons in Texas that they're not going to have the fucking codes to. The California mm. subsidizes Texas by 15%. We subsidize fucking Arkansas too. Like they would be cut off from the national flow of money. You'd need a passport to get out, a passport to get in. They'd be cut off from trade. Like, Bitch, bye. Like, I would love to see you secede from the union that you hate so much. Like, please go. And you know what? I have a lot of people I'll ship there to live with you. Like, I think we should just give them Texas and like, let all of them go live there. (laughs) And when you're hit by your, your fucking hurricane after hurricane after hurricane, because of the climate change you don't believe in and Houston is underwater and you want FEMA money. You're not part of the U S anymore. Sorry. Don't know what to tell you. We still help them. We still fucking help them. We would. We'd still fucking help them. I'm just saying like all of these people who have been, who have been trying to reach these goals for so long because they, they spend their days in a, in a fucking cult. It is a cult. MAGA is a cult. Now that they've caught the car, what there's only so far you can stretch a fucking rubber band before it pops and hits you in the face. Like this is going to be bad for them. This is because the majority of America, even conservatives, didn't want to see Roe versus Wade overturn. They did I was going to say that. Yep. The majority did not. Yes. I know there's a lot that wanted provisions around it and they wanted certain restrictions in place. And, you know, but a majority of people are OK with it. Rape, incest, save the mother's life. All of those things they were OK with. And now they've caught the fucking car. 
And it's going to be real interesting. And if they start, like they already listened their opinion, going after gay marriage, it's going to get even worse for them. They're, they're going to start a civil war. Because you're right, Jax. Like, as much as the bad shit that I hate seeing ignorant-ass people post on Facebook, I've also seen people that I wasn't expecting for it to affect in the way that it did be against the decision. I'm like, oh, so you, so now you're banning women together. Good fucking luck. Like you're, you're, you have a whole tribe, a whole. What do you think will happen when they go after contraception? Well, well that's a contraception, gay marriage. You're banning a fuck ton of people together. You're going to start a civil war. And I feel like we would win. <laughs> well, we're like, the majority. We're the majority and it's people are angry. And when people and are fed angry up. and fed up and have that drive in them, like this is fucked up and this is wrong. Don't ever discount people who are fighting for something versus people who are trying to take something. Because when you're fighting mm. for something, you have a lot less to lose. So it's the whole reason that armies only work when they're volunteer, when people are willingly participating, when people are fighting for something, they're almost unstoppable because now you have threatened their sense of morality, their sense of being, their, their moral compass, all of that has been violated. And chills. when you're, when so you're fighting to take things away, you, your, your skin's not in the game the same way. Right. Because now people are losing something, losing. Rights, rights that that have been fought for decades to get and you're ripping them away. Well, the domino effect that they weren't anticipating by overturning something that was hinged on privacy Mm -hmm. is going to have ripple effects that they're not even anticipating yet. That is going to be a shit show. You know what's going to be fucked up is when all these fucking old congressmen, when all the... When all the um, scandals start coming out, how they voted for this and they're sending their mistresses off to get this done. Like it's, it, they're, they're, we already know they're total hypocrites. It's going to be fucking fantastic when there's proof. And like, how can you continue to support this shit? But the whole fucking, th- th- this is all based off religious beliefs. This is the majority of all of this. That's, that's where this is coming from. I know not everybody, but I would say 95% is coming from religious. I would say 100% is coming from religious beliefs. It's like, I I can't wait for that shit to come out because it's not going to take long. I mean, it's already out. Lauren Boebert, who's one of the biggest proponents of this has had two abortions. I I was, I was reading some stuff and I don't remember the names, but right. There, there's already been stuff where they've sent people off to have these procedures done. And that was using it as a form of birth control. It mm-hmm. wasn't for medical reasons. Mm-hmm. It was specifically so that their fucking wife at home didn't find out that they fucking got some bitch pregnant. Like they caught the car. I'm telling you. Yeah. Like th- 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 it's going to come twofold. I'm hoping that people in the process, these poor fucking women and girls, I hope there's, I I hope the damage is minimal. I know that's like, it's going to cost people their lives. Yep. And minds Mm -hmm. and uh, life. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, 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 it's going to cost everything. Mm-hmm. You're going to ruin people's and little kids' fucking lives with yep. this ridiculous ass fucking decision. And the other thing that pisses me off about it, read a fucking Bible. I have so many idiots on here. Praise Jesus, this happened. Have you read the fucking but ever? Ever. Do a little bit of research. The massacres of babies yeah. and everything. Firstborn sons. Yeah. What the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? Yeah. Like you have you are so stupid. Yeah. Like you're people are so ignorant and stupid and are so content with keep sticking their heads in the sand and never fucking coming out because they like to live in the fucking clouds and not in reality. And it makes me so angry because of the lives that they're going to affect because you're ignorant as fuck. Stop being fucking ignorant. Do some fucking research. Talk to people. Get out of your bullshit ass area and and explore the fucking world. There's a lot more than your ignorant ass bubble that you fucking live in and a lot different situations. And it pisses me the fuck off, Jax. Also, fucking people, it costs you irritate me. It costs you absolutely fucking nothing free to stay in your fucking lane. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Who the Mind fuck your are business. you, dummy? Business. Who the fuck are you? I have so many idiots on my <laughs> Facebook. Get off Facebook, bro. Oh, I can't. It's, mm. I, I have to have it for work. Oh, or that. I would. I, I, I swear to God. if I, I haven't been on it in months and I've never been happier. I wouldn't even have a fucking, I'd have a flip phone. I'd have a fucking Nokia. You old ass bitch. Yeah. I could play like my a boomer. game. Yeah, that's it. I, I would be so fucking happy. You'd give up the ticky talkie? I do love TikTok. <laughs> I, I might have to still have TikTok. I do love me some TikTok. But I do, I get a lot of good information from TikTok. But hey, I learn something new all the time on TikTok. <laughs> recipes i don't know i i I, know i probably couldn't give up my tick but you can control your algorithm on tiktok right in in tiktok i don't take as personal as i take some yeah you don't know them yeah when when i see people that actually kind of care about and are like a part of my circle where i'm like you're a fucking ignorant piece of shit that's why that's why i don't like on facebook anymore or how why do i have why did i ever like you like we're, we see the world completely different. I have those people like notifications and everything that they say turned off so that I can have them because I'm related to them. So I have to, I can't delete them, but I just have it so that I don't see them in my newsfeed ever. So I've set my own algorithm on Facebook to be nothing but happy. I, I, think just sometimes, I just don't care about Facebook anymore. Like I think sometimes I go looking for it and then I'm like, I like pissing myself off. <laughs> like okay. I that makes sense. sometimes I like piss well it also educates me on how fucking stupid people are and to remember right. that when I'm talking to people well like, I think it's healthy to know like what the other side is saying what their side of the argument is so that you can educate yourself on like oh this is their thoughts let me research it oh they said something that I 
completely didn't even know about. Is that even true to research it so that you know both sides so that you're not an ignorant asshole too? A lot the of these side. people though, they're not educated responses. I guess I just, right. I, you can I don't, look up what they're saying. I don't care you know, what they yeah, say totally. anymore. Like, oh, I hadn't heard that before. Like, I don't me, care what they say anymore. Yeah. I, I take it upon myself to fucking read reliable news sources. And like, I have gotten to the point where they're so deep into a fucking cult, like so deep. I hold zero value in anything they fucking say. Like my but father the other day. The fuck they say or think that. Because they're in a cult. Because they're brainwashed or well, they're uneducated. So like same thing. Like that stupid bitch I got in an argument with today on Facebook. You she did so have- good though. Oh my god, so you, good. I was so proud of you. You yeah. had a really good so proud of you. She doesn't have anything I need to look up. She just has a very biased opinion that yeah. is so I wouldn't small. do it, so no one should. Right. I have fertility issues, so I can't fathom having an abortion. Okay, cool. That's your life. That's your lens that you have that is so tiny. There's nothing I need to look up. You're an idiot that has like your opinion that only involves you. But I'm talking about like you just told me about like um, the Trump making the deal with Saudi Arabia. Like that's not something I knew. So if somebody was saying, actually, Trump is the like reason for gas prices being high. I could be like, whoa, what are you talking about? And go educate myself on like what that means. So Mm -hmm. not so much people's opinions like that. Fucking. I saw red when I read her message, like her comment. She was not so much like that because those people, you can't change their minds. They're self-absorbed. They're idiots. But the other people that are like, I think that this and this, or they believe that this is what's happening. I like to give myself information from both sides to try to see where people are coming from. Here's the thing about being uneducated and ignorant though. They have the same access to information that I do. Right. They, they choose not to take it in. So I have decided that those kind of people, I don't fucking care about. I, I don't, I don't care like that woman. Listen, I'm gay. Abortion affects me very little, like minuscule. But in my opinion, anything that has to do with women's rights affects me. Like right. any, fucking anything, because I have straight friends. I know women. I care about women. I love women. So like, even though abortion may not affect me directly, that's why her it, argument was it, such a bullshit. It might with Lincoln, right? Well, like, what I'm saying, like, yeah. how, how can you think that, oh, because I wouldn't do, listen, I grew up in a very privileged life. Had I ever gotten pregnant, I don't know that I would have aborted it, but you know what? I would be sure glad that I'd have the choice, that it would have been my choice right. to make. Like, right. I, but I don't have the same life as every woman out there. And the decision I would make at 41 is vastly different than the decision I would make at 18, 17, 16. Like, so for you to say that everyone has to follow this rule because that's how you would do it. Oh my God. No, honestly, fuck all of the way off. Like I all saw, of the way. I, I was like, I we have, have to two try daughters. Like meditate for a second to not get my blood pressure up because of the fact that number one, she said, do your research. Bitch, don't even come. I'm a woman. Like, I don't need to do my research. I'm a fucking woman. Number two, her saying, I just can't sympathize with those people because I have fertility issues. You don't sympathize with rape victims. You don't sympathize with little kids. Like, Stacey, your response was was so good. Loved it. Like, it was beautiful. It really was. Number three, her fucking saying that pro choice starts in the bedroom. 
Oh my God. I was like, I did everything right. I got my tubes tied to make sure I didn't have to get an abortion. That shit grew back. <laughs> so how dare you come at me and say, or not even come at me, but how dare you come at women in general and say it starts in the bedroom. It doesn't start in the bedroom when you're raped in an alley. Like, are you fucking it, kidding me? It doesn't oh. start in the bedroom anyway. And, and uh-huh. that's why when, my little snippet, yours was so much better. I'm like, just because a woman chooses to have sex with a man does not mean she's choosing to have a baby with them. Mm-hmm. And zero responsibility in our society is put on the men. The right. mother has to carry them full term. The mother has to give birth to them. The mother has to suffer from diabetes, high blood pressure, complications, postpartum depression, postpartum depression, everything. Zero hamburger vagina is is put on the fucking men. That's why I put this meme up today when I was like, when I was like, um, it it was it was such a great meme. Let me let let me just read it out loud. As Aaron, because I was like, a meme. If every time men had sex, they risk death, physical disability, social social shunning, a life threatening interruption of their education or career. And the sudden lifelong responsibility for their being, I think they'd expect a choice in the matter. And they would. It, because they should. They right. should. <laughs> they should have. The, but all of the responsibility is always put on the mother mm-hmm. and who's giving birth to them. Men can go around and fuck whoever they want and come in whoever they want. No, no, you can't have an abortion. Huh? And I'm not saying all men are like that. I, I know that. Hashtag not. not all men. Yeah. No, but. It, this is all getting put off on women because they're the ones that are going to suffer the consequences from always. This and it infuriates me. It's like, always why, the women. Why is there not yeah. also a bill being passed that if something like this happens, X, Y, or Z happens to that man, or they are obligated to help take care of this. Or child. They should go to jail. Or right, like they are okay. So if you impregnate a woman who now cannot have an abortion, you are now. I mean, technically they are, but they're really not unless they sign the birth certificate. You are now financially obligated to take care of this little heartbeat that this woman, who even though she doesn't want to, is now going to have to raise. And it should be automatically. I don't give a shit how much the man makes. I don't. I don't care. It should be automatically across the board twenty five percent of their salary. At least I'm saying bare minimum 25% of the salary. At least. Yeah. Uh, if I'm, they have a fucking salary. I mean, uh, uh, honestly, a lot of people right now are, you know, the inflation, but they don't even, they're passing this law at the same time. We don't even have enough fucking breast milk in the stores to feed the babies. The little babies. Like, <laughs> what? Bebe's. Formula. Formula. It's like, it blows my mind. Like yeah. you care more about the baby before they're born than you do about after they're born. What about the foster homes? Are, are we going to start funding them more? Are we, we going to start making it easier for people to adopt yes. children that actually want them? We are we going to start making the processes better? Universal health care, free child care. Universal, right. So what, what are these other products? Okay, so now that women are going to have to have babies, what other things are we going to pass that make it easier 
for these kids to survive right. and have good lives right. and be in loving homes yep. and be taken care of and education. Yep. Let them get educated for free. Mm-hmm. Let them go to school for free. Let them go to college for free. Like you can't only care about it up until this point. And then you can't after only that, want forced birth and call yourself right. pro-life. What about all these other things to make these kids amazing human beings and to better the world that's that's why they're not they're not pro they're not pro-life they're pro-birth that's it they're not pro-life if they were trying to implement other things i would do my best to wrap my head around it but they're not it's only this it's control that is what and i swear to god we are beelining into, and I know people hate this, and now Handmaid's Tale. Like we're we beelining are, into fascism. We are, yes, we are. We're like little bugs looking at a light, going straight into this fucking society where we are not going to have any rights, yep. and it's terrifying. I'm terrified. The only my, my only hope is that is it Generation Z. Yeah. Um, they're so much fucking smarter than we are. And they, they, they're, they're appalled. I don't think they're smarter. I think they're, they care more. They're appalled. Oh yeah. These, these kids that we are, that generate generation X is raising these children are. Well, it's late, late X, early millennial. Or millennial. late X, okay. late X, old millennial are raising Z, and I then get confused with yeah. all this stuff. The Z's but are these, the Z's teenage, are these they're teenagers on like yeah, Stacy's kids, the Lincolns. Well, he's the, alpha. The the kids that I'm around, uh, my best friend's kids. These kids are so much more intellectually in tune with how. Well, they've had they've be. had information at their fingertips their whole lives yeah that's true their parents can tell them whatever they want and they can open up social media and see the truth thank god for these kids thank god for tiki talkie and i cannot wait for these kids to take over the fucking world me too can we just give it to them now i'm tired before before there's no more fish in the ocean can we just everything goes extinct like can we like Fast forward these brilliant kids to that have a way better outlook on everything than well. Here's else you know, you right know how we do that. Honestly, here's one of the things we do. We pass. I'm not even talking term limits. We pass age limits for the Senate and the House. Why are seven year olds making decisions for the world that they're not going to be around in for another twenty? They're they've only got fifteen years left in tops. Like you, you should not be above sixty years old serving in the House or Senate. You just shouldn't. Yeah. Your time is passed. Your time's passed. You're done. Go home. Watch Jeopardy. Go to Florida. Heat up a TV dinner. Go hang out. Go get a cat. Yeah. yeah, go play golf. Go enjoy pickle, your pickle yourself. <laughs> yeah, go, go get pickled. <laughs> All right, let's do space corner real quick. Okay, we've been on here for a long time. Oh, well, listen, so anyone who turned us on today, I feel like was going to know this was going to be. This is a lot of ranting. Yeah, I feel like it's a lot of negatives today, but it's expected. 
Hello, this is Julie with your Space Corner. This um, is Julie coming at you live from Space Corner. I am coming from the oh, lunar. God. Yeah. <laughs> that actually <laughs> sounded really good, Dad. Um, I should have been a pilot. I have a great pilot voice. <laughs> yep. If you look over to your left right now, you'll see the Grand Canyon, which will fly directly into because of the state of this country. You're so stupid. <laughs> okay, so James Webb, I didn't have a lot of time to do my space corner this week because I've been so infuriated with everything, but I do have really good information. Can I say one thing before you start? I want you to say all the things because I'm not done ranting, but you one of, one of my one of my favorite things to witness is Julie's like social and political awakening that's taken place over like the last year. I I was thinking it, but I didn't want to say it because it sounds dumb to be like, Julie, I'm so proud of you for knowing that stuff because then it, it feels insulting, but I'm not trying to insult you. I think it's so cool. It's one of my favorite things to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it being on this podcast here, <laughs> what have I been on here now? A year? I want to say ish. No. It's been, oh, no. It's been a minute. You yeah. guys, boy, I tell you what, I've <laughs> never, I've never known so many things. <laughs> I, people start talking to me and I'm like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm like, look. Really? I'm a, listen. I'm on a podcast. <laughs> you should listen occasionally. I got a text the other day from a random who was like, "Julie, are you a Democrat?" And I was like, "Absolutely." I'm like, "But I don't make it a known thing out here because it could affect my business." Sure. And she's like, "I need to listen to your podcast." So I sent her a couple, and she's like, "That's actually really good information." I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "I just had no idea you were a Democrat." I'm like, "Well, I'm gay." from california i'm real yeah i'm not gonna go against my own people right it's tattooed on my forehead (laughs) like i mean and i'm real gay um and she started saying a couple things to me and i was like look i was like i'm not in the mood to get into an argument with you i said i don't think talking to people negatively helps anybody i was like but you should just listen and just educate yourself on whatever but no, yeah, I, I I tell you what, boy, this podcast, I've learned so much from this podcast. It's- well, listen, I hope when people hear what we say, they don't take it for just like truth and they go and look it up afterwards. Like, I, I mm-hmm. hope more people do that. I don't I don't want people to just listen to us and be like, oh, that's it. That's the end all be all. Read the stuff we're talking about and look it up for yourself and form your own opinion. Like as long as people are actually researching and reading and stop just listening to talking heads on fucking Fox news and OAN and Newsmax, broaden your horizons, create some like internal dialogue. Like you'll, you'll be in a better spot. Yeah. Yeah. Space corner space corner. So the James Webb telescope is fully operational. They are having that speck of dirt off. Yeah. Yes. It it smacked (laughs) into it a few days ago. Um, so, but they are having an actual conference. Do they have like little windshield wipers that come out and just go? I'm sure they have something. I don't know. I mean, do they have Windex? Like, how does it get off? I'm sure they have have windshield wipers on a space. Surely. (laughs) You thought I was being an asshole, but I'm genuinely asking. Like, is someone like... That's a really good. Really, I, I need to have if there's next week any, on Space Corner. If there's anybody that works for like NASA that ever l- listens to us or an astronaut, I'm gonna be your best friend. <laughs> I want to know all the things and how everything works. Um 
quit sidetracking me. The James Webb Telescope is having a com. So NASA is having a conference on July 12th to go over James Webb. They are finally going to release. It's at 2 p.m. Eastern time. So it's going to be wherever you're at in the world. Um, and they're finally going to release colored images and knowledge that James Webb has. Col- finally. It launched in December. We're finally going to get images that the James Webb has been collecting on July 12th. It's been a long time coming and I'm super stoked about the conference that they're holding and the images that they're going to release. They're supposed to be the best images of space and of the stars that we've ever received and more information that we've ever had before because James Webb is operating at a higher level than they even expected so it's i'm so stoked for it like i i can't wait to see what they can't wait to hear about it i can't wait to see what they come up with and what they're going to tell us you should send some of the pictures to stacy so she can put them on our facebook page since i'm not getting on okay well also tiktok i'm having a hard time figuring out what to post on tiktok so we can, we can talk about this. So James, okay, so for anybody that's interested, James Webb has already released some images that you can find. Um, you can literally go to nasa.com and go to NASA releases first images ever taken by James Webb, but they're not in color. The first ones in color aren't going to be until July 12th. They're releasing like we have to pay. We have to pay for the subscription? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. NASA doesn't. Oh, I'm I was just, like, <laughs> NASA don't doesn't charge anything. Um, so go to NASA. You can see the black and white. The colored ones are coming out July 12th. Also, if anybody's still interested, you can still get your name to Mars. It's totally free. I did it for my friends the other day. You literally just have to go to NASA, type in Mars mission, and we do Lincoln's. You can yes, I'm 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 gonna do all of yours. You can literally get a ticket that you can print out, and that ticket is gonna go in the rover that goes to Mars, and it's totally free. NASA is charging nothing to do this. So for your kids' birthdays, girlfriends, boyfriends, husbands, wives, whatever, it's totally free, and it's so cool. They print you out like a full boarding ticket that you can frame and your name actually goes to mars so if extraterrestrial extraterrestrials ever make it to fucking mars they're gonna see your name because it's gonna be in these little rovers that are getting sent out there you can still do it so please do it i sent five of my friends there uh earlier this week Nobody seems to understand how to do it. It's really freaking easy. So if you want your name sent up there, send your name to Jax and she'll send it to me and we can get it all done. Like it's, it's really freaking cool. So you can still go to Mars. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> Stay yes. That's it. Yes, what are you ma'am. Obsessed with? Oh, obsessed with? Um, so my oldest is coming home from Europe. She's been in Europe for almost two weeks. 
uh, tomorrow. So I'm super excited um, to hear her stories and for her to come home. But at the same time, um, it's been a really fun two weeks to, because it's also been the beginning of summer break from school. So spending so much time with my youngest, she's so funny. Like we've been watching eighties and nineties movies and we've been hanging out today. We did Disney sketchbook, which is a um, thing. If you have Disney plus, you can go watch it. You can learn how to draw Simba or Aladdin or uh, the genie from Aladdin. It's really cute. Um, but spending this much time with her, it has been really priceless too. So excited to see my oldest, but had a lot of fun hanging out with my youngest it's so cool she was in Athens that's like such a bucket list thing for me and in the stadium that she went to like that's such a bucket list thing for me like that the Sistine Chapel today she was ziplining in Madrid like it's it's a crazy like amount of stuff that she's done that she has seen she had to go into the monasteries she couldn't post any pictures because obviously she yeah. had to wear long sleeves and a long dress. You have to wear a dress. Why is that? Toes, toes covered. It's just their like culture. It's yeah. Respect just, their culture. You do it. It's a respect thing. Okay. So much stuff. And I told her she was bummed because she had to be away from her girlfriend for two weeks before leaving for the Navy, which I totally get. But at the same time, I was like, really once in a lifetime her. opportunity. I was just pushing on her eat, pray, love, you know, like just go eat all the weirdest foods that you can find go find those weird like italian desserts that you can't find here Mm -hmm. eat your way through italy please like go see for all of us eat your way especially when your metabolism (laughs) is what it is at like 18 yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) that you're never gonna see again and just take a minute and take it in and learn about it and and I, i feel like she really did so yeah super cool experience that's awesome um well, my little boy is four years old today. Woo-hoo. So <laughs> I bet he asked me today why, why I call him a tornado. And I told him it's because he's four and he's a tornado. And he's like, oh, like, oh, I get it now. I feel silly. <laughs> Lincoln is so verbal. Ugh, you never like how he that. pronunciates everything is it's really impressive how he does things. Yeah, and he kindergarten talks is around the corner. Yeah, and uh, we had a lot of fun today. We had uh, we had to cancel his birthday party because we had a close contact COVID exposure. So um, he was bummed, but he's handling it really well. And like I went today and I got him a bunch of his favorite donuts, and I went and got four little pints of ice cream and let him eat them all. I've like sat him outside, just hosed him down afterwards, and we had like water gun fights and let him play on the slide. And I told him like anything you want to do today, we'll just say yes to. So what do you want to do? So, um, although it was kind of disappointing for him, you know it. Hey, COVID is still around and it happens, so we're just trying to make the best of it. And um, I think he had fun, and he got a bunch of different presents from all over the place. He had a great time opening it. He opened his bike today. He's very excited. So he, um, I think he had a good birthday. You know, I think four was like the first birthday I actually remember. So I really wanted to make sure we like did fun stuff for him today. Um, but we don't get to go to the jump house tomorrow, rock and jump, not the end of the world. We'll go in a few weeks when we'll invite his friends back and, and do it again. We, we probably won't do like the whole birthday thing again, where we like 
rent the room and stuff because I lost my money on it. But, you know, we'll invite his friends and, and do it. So I could watch Lincoln open presents all day long because <laughs> he's so funny. Yeah. When and he played, open- he sat there and played with his Legos today for like probably four hours, just sitting there putting them together. And he likes taking all the body parts apart and putting them together on like different people and stuff. He's just, He's, he is really hitting a cool age where um, he's fun to like hang out with and talk to and, and he has opinions and a personality and a sense of humor. And so um, happy birthday to the only child I will ever have. And um, happy birthday, Lincoln. Yeah. Yay! When you grow up one day, fix everything we couldn't. So can I do luck. what I'm obsessed yeah. with real quick? Yeah. Well, oh yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to skip you. Sorry. <laughs> It's whatever I'm only, I'm only your most loyal ally but, you know, it's, it's whatever I totally didn't mean to skip you I'm sorry <laughs> I, I always am obsessed with my space corner so it's understandable um I wanted to give a shout out I so me and my best friend from high school have recently reconnected and I know <laughs> but she's my motherfucker and uh hi K-Bax K-Bax yeah I I've we've really I feel like gotten close again really fast. Like we just kind of pick up right where we left off and that's been really cool. Like FaceTiming and or texting and like, Hey, you're going to be home. I've, we've even tried to do like happy hours when she gets home. Cause we're still like nine hours away and just like to get on the phone and FaceTime and talk and stuff. So that's been really neat. And she's just uh, certain friends are like your soulmates that you just don't ever lose that thing with that. You just, uh- and, it, and it's kind of weird too, like how our lives have kind of been so similar. We have dealt with certain similar things. Um, and she's just like my very, very best friend. And the, the last couple of weeks have just kind of confirmed that for me. So it's been really cool reconnecting with her again, after not talking, we're always there for each other through like traumatic times, but it's not so often we get to just kind of connect through like just normal times. So that's yeah. been a lot of fun. And that's just like my motherfucker all day. So she, you know, she, she listens to every podcast and I just wanted to say that I love you K-Bax. And uh, yeah, that's been, that's been really, really good for me. So we love you too, K-Bax. <laughs> Everybody this loves is, her. I was looking at my phone and it popped up that I had a Facebook message and it was on the weekly wind down, not my personal page. So I opened it and it said Katie Baxley across the top. So I closed it so that Jax could answer it because I didn't want her to like, uh-huh. I wanted Jax to answer it. And Kai was over my shoulder and he goes, whoa, I haven't seen that name in forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, what's so cool is it's like, you know, sometimes parents and stuff will ask you like, or friends will like, hey, do you still talk to so-and-so? And I'm like, no, no, no. And I'm like, damn, Katie was like, my best friend like my very best friend and how we can just like get right back to it like as soon as we start talking again it's like we get like kind of obsessed with each other and like hey what are you doing well what's going on like we we've had each other's location for like two years and we just kind of like it's just crazy because people are like oh you're talking to Baxley like we just love each other so much. It's been so cool, like reconnecting and like everybody knows Baxley, all her family all knows me. It's like, it's just so cool to like 
Yeah, I know. I'm talking to Katie again. Everybody, like, nobody has anything bad to say about Vax. Like, that's my dude, you know? <laughs> like, so it's been, it's been really cool to, like, uh, I feel like I'm kind of at a place in my life where I, I work so much. It's like, I don't have, a, except for you guys, I look so forward to talking to y'all, like, where I don't have, like, close friends that I, like, really just, it's effortless to talk to. And with Bax, it's like so effortless to just talk to her. And like, it puts me in such a good headspace for like my day and my week and like work to kind of have like that outlet of like, that's not related to like your everyday grind. Yeah. And to like- well, When you get to our that. age, there's something so special about a person who knows your whole history. She knows like everything. All of it. Like going back to yeah. when you were, you know, not thriving yeah. yet that you don't have to explain yeah. how your parents are or how your yeah. siblings are or how and yeah. you don't have to take up all that time explaining yeah. that. They're just like, oh yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. They're, <laughs> yeah. 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 She's just like, it's like, like, I don't even have to explain to her why I'm feeling the way I feel, why I'm feeling like she just gets me. Yeah. You know, like she doesn't, and, 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 or even if we're like, drinking too much or you know we get on the facetime it's like it doesn't fucking matter like that can we tell the one story that you did to katie baxter that's my favorite <laughs> katie <Baxter> story <laughs> yes. you know exactly which one i'm gonna tell yes yeah. yes yes okay so i'm doing this one for you bax so <laughs> She'll love we're it. sitting at my mom's i don't know if you were there stace we're sitting at my mom's I think house Stacey was there actually. i think she was there and <laughs> katie was drunk and she kept trying to call Julie because she was going to come over to my mom's. Listen, my mom's house was where like everyone hung out at. Like, yeah. I've known Stacy since we were teenagers. We've known Baxley since we were teenagers. Like, we've known Baxley was in seventh grade when me and her yeah. met. Like, we've been friends forever. So yeah. we're sitting around and Baxley's drunk on a boat. And she's <laughs> calling Julie to see what everyone's doing. And every time Katie would call, Julie would just go, hi, you've reached Julie. I can't come to the phone right now. Leave a message. Boop. Boop. <laughs> She would start leaving a message, and then Julie, bitch, what are you doing? <laughs> and then Julie would hang up and call her, and as soon as she'd answer, she'd hang up. So then Katie would call her right back, and she'd go, "Hi, you've reached Julie." I can't. <laughs> and maybe this isn't funny for the listeners, but this went on for like twenty minutes, and it was the best fucking thing because she never gave up. She was like, Julie, why aren't you answering? You, you just called me. What the hell? Yeah, we're all just sitting there listening to it. Like, we're being like, what the fuck? Why are you calling me right back? And you reached the best out of the beat. Boop. So fucking funny. There's so many funny Baxley stories. That's like, my favorite, though. Yeah. That one's my favorite because she kept at it for so long. I would have been like, after the second one, I've been like, I'm not fucking with this bitch anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> her boyfriend is like, I love that you call her Bax. I'm like, well, yeah, that's Bax. No, what do you call her? <laughs> I'm not gonna call her. <laughs> it's Bax. Like, what do you mean? It's Baxley. It's Bax. That's, yeah. that's my motherfucker. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna call her. Like, I'm never. Something else. Web or anything else with Weber. I don't care who she marries. Yeah, me too. I Weber, Weber too. She's Weber. That's yeah. how she is in my phone. Yeah, I'm not calling her something else. I don't care if you got married. That's not my problem. <laughs> yeah, she's Bax. What do you mean? Bax? Yeah. Like, yeah. What does he call her? It's it, every time I get on the phone with Bax, like we're, we're sitting there on FaceTime and, and we talk about all the stories. And I'm like, oh my god, like I've known you for way too long. <laughs> like but there is something so like 
comforting about that. Like she knows you, she knows the family, she knows everybody. I don't have to explain a fucking thing to her. And Baxley, I will ride and die for Bax, which I feel like in my life, like as I've gotten older, I feel like I've let like those kind of friendships, you know, like go to the wayside because you get caught up with work and with your relationship or whatever. And it's like Bax has always been okay with that with me and let me like come around when I'm ready to come around and like just taking me in like with open arms, (laughs) you know, like come here, Julie, I love you. Like, I want you to spend all your time with me. I don't care what you've been doing. And, and, and there's just like something about that, that I'm like, fuck, I love her so much. Like that is my best friend, like soulmate. You know what I like about the fact that we've been hanging out for 20 years, 25 is the inside jokes that have carried on that are now even part of my own family's thing. So like, Kira will come in and be like, hey, mom, we need juice. Can you put it on the grocery list? And I'll be like, yeah. And she'll be like, it's just juice, dog. And I'm like, yeah, I, I got it. It's juice, dog. <laughs> what it do, do, man? <laughs> it's just juice, dog. Weber. Fucking Weber, man. <laughs> I had pneumonia. <laughs> oh, good pneumonia. shit. All right, like inside jokes have just become common sayings in my household though yeah julie literally put in my mom's 65th birthday book don't finger it if you're not going to eat it which is <laughs> <Yes>. for- <laughs> i did i did my mom read that she went <laughs> <laughs> you're the one that said it donna you're the- <laughs> and me and jacks were like mm. Oh my god, we all about died. Kai too. Kai was like, oh. <laughs> Don't tell little kids that. Don't. No. <laughs> you you know no. not what you said, mom. You know not what you said, but we all knew. <laughs> she said it with so much authority too. Don't finger it if you're not going to eat it. That's a good rule. Hey, it's a good rule. It's a good rule. <laughs> what was mom's other rule? Uh, where she was real serious. Donnie, if you can't walk, you can't drive. <laughs> good rule. It's a good rule. Oh my God. <laughs> fucking Donna. <laughs> uh, hey, that's it for us this week. Next week, we are doing a special. We're doing a comparison between, uh, and I'm sure if you would have asked Julia a year ago, if she'd been involved in a conversation like this, a Socratic discussion, if you will, about uh the similarities between the Christian religion and Greek and Roman mythology, she would have called you a fucking liar, but here we are. So next week we will be doing the comparisons between the two and why, um, I mean, why I think that Christianity is such a sham. So, and we're all studying might, on this, this week. So hand. it's going to be an educated Shannon. discussion. It yeah. always is. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we try. Yeah. Have a good weekend, everybody. Make good choices. Bye. 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 Fierce Fan Media.